when I think about where, you know, was it I predestined to enter the music industry, um, I, I'm kind of leaning towards feeling like <laughs> that's the case because uh, there's so many luminaries in my family that are, are not just in entertainment, but in music specifically, who have made a definitive mark on the industry as a whole. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of Fenster's Funky Sevens. My name is Fenster. The idea behind this podcast is that I am a record collector and I have a large collection of 7-inch singles. So each episode I take 7 of those 7-inch singles and arrange them into some sort of theme or genre. And the theme for this episode is 7 Soulful Descendants of Prince Bell. I have to say, you're probably the most connected human being I know. A few weeks ago I was listening to the Quest Love Supreme podcast and they were interviewing American R&B singer, songwriter, arranger and producer Leroy Burgess. This was not a name I was familiar with, but as the interview progressed, I realized I knew far more of Leroy's music than I had thought. Leroy was born in Harlem, New York in 1953 and got his break in the music industry as the singer in the R&B group Black Ivory. Their first hit was the song Don't Turn Around in 1969. Leroy left Black Ivory in 1977 and became more involved in studio work and production. He became a songwriter, producer and arranger, working closely with disco and post-disco genius Patrick Adams, who will be getting his own podcast soon. And in the late 70s and early 80s, they worked on a lot of post-disco and boogie classics. Boogie is a kind of slowed down version of disco. This included the Universal Robot Band's Barely Breaking Even in 1982.
and Fonda Ray's Over Like a Fat Rat, also from 1982. The bassline of this track was used by hip-hop producer Marley Marl when making Eric B. as president, which we learned about in Fencer's Funky 7's episode 12. But the tune that was most familiar to me was 1984's tune Release Yourself by Aleem, which Leroy was the lead vocalist on. The dub mix created again by Marley Marl is an absolute classic and provided an unforgettable moment at the Paradise Garage, which DJ Antonio Ocaso remembers in the documentary about DJ Larry Levan, Maestro. So one of the things I, I want to share about a musical experience I had at the, um, at the garage that I'll never forget was he was playing, um, he was playing Release by Aline, and yo, the crowd was going crazy, I'll never forget this, the crowd was just going crazy, and it was like, Release Yourself, Release, everybody screaming, and then he had, like, this big scream, and he had the beginning part of when doves cry, and he had the dove, and, it, and the music going like, Release Yourself, and you see the dove, crashing through the doors and it's like and then it go right back in and the doors are shut and be like release yourself and he did this for a long time to the point where everybody starts screaming and it was like at the same time because we was all bugging looking at it like let it go let it go let because the bird wanted to get released you know what i'm saying yo it was crazy man it was just beautiful to watch you know and i was just like dancing and watching like let, let it fly, let it go, release it, release it. And then all of a sudden he just went, bam, crash. And it was like, don't, 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 don't. You know, when doves cry, yo, it was amazing, man. It was amazing. I'll never forget that.
Leroy says he got his musical talent from his mother, a classically trained contralto singer whose maiden name was Myrtle Bell. And then he started talking about his extended musical family of aunts, uncles and cousins. And I became absolutely fascinated. From one man, Prince Bell, in the 1800s, so many important talents in black American music were created, as Leroy explains. We are all de descendants of an enslaved individual named Prince Bell from the 1820s and 18, you know, 1860, 70s or something like that. Prince Bell had a, a total of three wives. With each of his wedding wedding unions, he made a bunch of kids, right? Those kids became my grandparents and my mom and my dad. So in this podcast, I'm going to look at the musical legacy of Prince Bell and his descendants. I searched, but I couldn't find any other information about Prince Bell other than what Leroy said. I messaged some members of the extended Bell family, but I haven't got a reply yet. My requests are probably languishing in the void of other messages tab on Facebook. The first member of the Bell family tree we'll take a look at is Betty Wright, who was born in 1953 in Miami, Florida. Leroy talks about meeting her. The last one that I met officially was Betty. Uh, before she was called to the Lord, when, when she was called to her ascension, I mm -hmm. met her when the National R&B Music Society was giving her uh, a Lifetime Achievement Award. And uh, I was, you know, I was uh, one, at, present at that awards presentation. And um, I walked over to her after she got the award and I said, congratulations, Miss Wright. Um, by the way, I'm a descendant of... Prince Bell. And she jumped up and said, cousin, and hugged me. <laughs> Betty's most popular song is Clean Up Woman from 1971. And those chiming guitars at the start are very popular with hip hop heads.
Another big hit for Betty and a source of embarrassment for her mother was 1973's Tales of First Time Intimacies. Tonight is the night. Popsters Color Me Bad used Tonight Is The Night on their huge international hit, I Wanna Sex You Up. Of wine, cause now we're all alone. I've been waiting for 
track was used without permission, Betty sued and scored herself 35% of the royalties. Another sample used in the song, this la 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 part, which came in about two thirds of the way through. Is sampled from a Cool and the Gang song, Joanna, from 1985. Cool and the Gang are from New Jersey and have been through many lineup changes, but their founding members were Ronald and Robert Bell. Descendants of Prince Bell, as Leroy explains. Somewhere in the 1990s, the Bell, the South Jersey Bell picnic couldn't happen. So the North Jersey Bell, the Bell Aikens picnic happened. And my mother traveled to that because I was on the road, right? That's where my mother met Cool, cool and, and Robert and Ronald and all of, and Kevin's mother. And she uh -huh. They had huge success in the 80s with lead singer James J.T. Taylor and songs like Joanna and Get Down On It. And of course, the literal party anthem and reason why Cool's friends and family always receive great birthday presents, Celebration. But they weren't always a pop band and in the early 70s they played funk like this tune Jungle Boogie from 1973, the most excellent tune on the Pulp Fiction soundtrack. But they were also capable of mellow psychedelic soul like 1974's often sampled Summer Madness.
1988, JT left to pursue a solo career, leaving the band without a lead singer. As a temporary replacement, they called up a cousin of theirs, Jerry Bell, who had had success in the 80s too, as a member of the Daz band on Motown, like their 1981 US Top 10, Let It Whip. Jerry, who was also a karate grandmaster, grew up in Philadelphia and had success in the 70s with another Motown affiliated act, New Birth. Here's their 1973 hit, Wildflowers. She's faced the hardest time you could imagine And many times her eyes fought back the tears Lord, Lord And when her useful world was about to fall in Each time her slender shoulders fought the weight of all the fears and a sigh of no one here Still rings in the night silence in her ear Jerry didn't need to look outside his immediate family for more musical talent. His brother Archie was in Archie Bell and the Dells, who originated from Texas. Their tune Tighten Up was a US number one in 1968. Now. Tighten it up. <laughs> yeah. 
And their 1969 tune, Here I Go Again, became a huge track on the Northern Soul scene and was a UK hit in 1972. In the 1970s they became one of the main acts on Philadelphia International Records and took on a more disco sound like on 1976. Kind of creepy, where will you go when the party's over?
Working with Philadelphia International Records allowed Archie and the Dells access to the label's house band MFSB and to the talents of arranger, producer and songwriter Tom Bell, who happened to be a cousin to Archie, Jerry, Ronald, Robert, Betty and of course Leroy. Leroy knew Tom from an early age. Tom Bell, back in my, when I was very, very young, four, five and six and stuff like that, uh, he used to come to the family picnics down that we used to have uh, down in Jamesburg, New Jersey. Um, he used to come, and I used to follow him around like a little puppy dog, right? Because he was always talking music. Fenster's Funky 7's episode 3 is all about MFSB and Tom Bell's work, so I won't go into too much detail here. But a song that Tom worked on in 1977 that didn't see any chart action until 2003, when it was rediscovered by Fatboy Slim, is Elton John's Are You Ready For Love? Tom Bell was a classically trained musician and brought a sophistication to soul music that pretty much defined the Philly soul sound. 
His Wikipedia entry describes a mellifluous, hypnotic, haute en couleur style, which can definitely be heard on the 1970 hit for the Delphonics, Didn't I Blow Your Mind This Time, written, produced and arranged by Tom Bell. In some territories, Didn't I Blow Your Mind was released on Bell Records. This label had nothing to do with Prince Bell, but comes from Benny Bell, the stage name of a singer popular in the 40s, Benjamin Samberg. 
but a record label that was run by a descendant of Prince Bell was Stax, home to Sam and Dave, Otis Redding and Booker T and the MGs, who we met in Fenster's Funky Sevens episode 3. Al Bell joined the label as a promotions director in 1965, but quickly rose to become president and co-owner. He guided the career of several Stax artists in the late 60s and 70s, including The Emotions, whose song I Like It was a heavily sampled drum break. Al Bell was also instrumental in the success of gospel group The Staple Singers, writing and producing their most popular hit in 1972, I'll Take You There. success of the Albell era of Stax was Isaac Hayes and his triple platinum selling 1969 album Hot Buttered Soul. Maybe Isaac Hayes' most memorable moment was when Stax oversaw the production of the soundtrack to 1971 blaxploitation movie Shaft with Isaac Hayes performing the theme song. By the way, the main character in the movie, John Shaft, was played by Richard Roundtree, who was also a descendant of Prince Bell. Thank you. 
dick because a sex machine to all the chicks. You're damn right. Man that would risk his neck for his brother, man. Can you dig it? Who's the cat that won't cop out when there's danger all about? Right on. You see, this cat shop is a bad mother. Such a mouth. What I'm talking about, Sharon? Yeah? Well, we can do it. He's a complicated man, but no one understands him but his woman. John Jack. Another sax artist was Memphis-born William Bell. There's some confusion as his Wikipedia entry says that he is not related to his boss Al Bell, but Jerry Bell has him listed as family on his website. Either way, his 1969 tune, I Forgot to Be Your Lover, is about as smooth as Southern soul can get. William's 1968 duet with Judy Clay, A Tear-Jerking Tale of Telecommunicative Troubles, scored them a top 10 hit in the UK. This is Private Number.
That's the final bell we'll look at in this podcast. I'd like to say a big thank you to Leroy Burgess for the music he made and for sharing his family story. Leroy had his 70th birthday just a few days ago on the 20th of August 2023. So a happy birthday Leroy and I hope you enjoyed the surprise party that was thrown in your honour. Surrounded by friends and family all there to... Thank you for making it to the end of Fenster's Funky 7s, episode 14. If you'd like to get in touch with the podcast, then hold on a minute, hold on a minute. We can't forget new edition and Belle Viv DeVoe's Ricky Bell. If you'd like to get in touch with the podcast, you can do so on... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Cool son, DJ Prince Hakim. If you'd like to get in touch with the podcast, you can do so at fensterdj at gmail.com. Fensterdj on Twitter, Instagram, and Blue Sky. That's it for this podcast. Thanks very much. Take care and bye-bye. Who do you feel is the person that really is the proprietor of Boogie? Like a slowed down version, same disco pulse, but less, less cluttered and more groove based in other words more for the backyard barbecue than studio 54 like well if you ask anybody in london they would tell you it's me